Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is an entertainment podcast, and the research we do may come from semi-unreliable sources. Welcome to Research Rebuttal Podcast. It's a podcast where two stubborn friends prove each other wrong. Each week. One of us will be the researcher, and one of us will be the guesser. I'm Rachel Teichman, and this is Paige Jumpster. Hi! And today, we're going to talk about glass and gamer lingo. Paige will be your researcher today, and I'll be the guesser. Let's get rebutted. Hello. Why are you giggling? saying gamer lingo out loud yeah I hate it I didn't know what else to call it I'm sorry we're in absolute cringe core right now oh 100% but I guess we're starting out with glass we are starting out with glass so not to worry build up that anticipation might have to revoke your gamer card absolutely not but we're talking about glass right now glass I don't suppose you have any like dissenting opinions about glass before we jump into the questions. I like glass. Cool. So do I. Is glass a liquid or a solid? It's a liquid. It's actually not a liquid. What? I know. It's like, I'm as shocked as you are because we had the same elementary school curriculum. Yeah. At least for half of it. And we were told in elementary school that glass was a liquid, but it's actually something called an amorphous solid. Ugh, fine. And what an amorphous solid is, is like, it is just basically a solid, but it will shift over time, like the shape of it, because its atoms are all like arranged strangely. So why did they tell us it's a liquid? I don't know. Telling kids that a glass is a liquid, I suppose, is easier than trying to explain what an amorphous solid is. But that's the whole point of learning, is to learn these things. I mean, tell that to the elementary school we went to. I will. I'm going to call up Miss Harrison and be like, why did you lie to us? And I would love to hear her response. (laughs) But anyway, that's why when you see the old windows, that's why the glass is thicker at the bottom and the top, because it's the amorphous solid doing amorphous solid things. Thick. Thick. What is glass made of? Glass is made of sand. What is sand made of? Uh, little tiny shells, particles, uh, rocks. But what are rocks made of? Lava. What is lava made of? Magma. What is magma made of? Melted rock. But what is melted rock made of? solid rock i'm looking for an element on the periodic table oh um (laughs) iron um good enough okay (laughs) glass is made of silicon oh or specifically silica which is like silicon dioxide or quartz and then there's like soda lime glass which is just like uh silica with sodium carbonate in it uh, and that makes it melt at a lower temperature, which is useful. 
how hot does glass have to get to become moldable? 724 degrees. Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Regular silica glass has to hit 3,500 degrees Fahrenheit. Wow. However, adding soda lime brings that down to 2,000 degrees Fahrenheit. Soda lime. Soda lime. Get it in stores today. Don't. It's probably not good for you. Yeah, probably not. When did glass start being used by people? In 700. No. (laughs) (laughs) Gonna have to revoke your glass card as well. (laughs) The usage and like the making of glass goes about as far back as like society itself. So 700 is closer to true than not true? Well, someone else can do the math, but probably it was probably around 3600 BC that glass started being used. It was either by like the Mesopotamians, the Egyptians, or the Assyrians. Hmm. So this question that I'm about to ask you is like, I think it was a rapid fire question a few weeks ago. It is actually like why I wanted to do glass in the first place. Okay. That is, how long does it take for glass to biodegrade? Um, I'm going to say that it takes 500 years. It takes at least 4,000 years to biodegrade. So I was close. (laughs) I apologize for all the number of questions I'm giving you. It takes longer for glass to biodegrade than plastic. Wow. Which is why it's very important to recycle recycle yeah and get vaccinated if you're not already yeah do the basic human decency things please yes what is sea glass sea glass is glass that is formed in the ocean it's not actually formed in the ocean sea glass is just glass that's been put in the ocean be it by accident or i don't know maybe there's some professional sea glass makers out there but it's just glass that we've made that's been weathered away by the ocean oh so pollution um essentially yeah oh but it's aesthetic pollution it is aesthetic pollution yeah it takes about 20 to 40 years to be created and it leaves the glass with a natural frosted look Hmm. which again aesthetic pollution aesthetic pollution kind of like the sky yeah speaking of pollution Does glass have a negative impact on the environment? Yeah. The glass itself doesn't have a negative impact on the environment, but like the process of making it does. Yeah, it's very high energy. Yes. And it also releases um, greenhouse gases. That's the word I was looking for. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mostly carbon dioxide because you have to keep adding fuel to the forge to keep it hot enough to do the glass moldy moldy. Right. But other than that, Class be kind of okay. It's not like it's suffocating sea turtles. Thank God. <laughs> can you make glass with sand from the beach? Yeah. You can. Apparently, as long as it's pure enough, which I don't know exactly how you measure that. I guess you have to look at it under a microscope. You take a pyrometer. Yeah, a pyrometer. <laughs> Listen to today's sponsor today. <laughs> yeah. And you can do the same thing with uh, desert sand. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
why does thick glass look green? Because of the way that the light is refracted. Okay, see, I thought that was the answer too. Oh, I just kind of made it up. No, because I, I specifically remember, and you were in my physics class. I, unfortunately. The teacher told us that glass appeared green because when light gets diffused through it, like some of the light like bounces off and gets dissipated, which leaves like only green visible light. But that's not true, apparently. Wow, <laughs> just tearing me apart today. I know, our school system has really failed us. Yeah, really. And the specifically the glass episode of Research Revolt. <laughs> so this is why like when you said iron for like what glass is made of, I didn't totally knock you. Whoa, go on. During the smelting process, a little iron oxide gets into the glass, probably from like the forge equipment, which isn't too noticeable on like a pane of it. But when you turn it to the side and it's thick enough, you notice the impurities, which turn green. Thick. Thick. I think that's the second time we've had to pause to say <laughs> thick this episode. Yep. Um, how fast does glass break? What do you mean how fast? Like, like how many know, frames per second? Like, what are you asking? <laughs> when you take a tiny hammer yeah, <laughs> and you just bap it to your computer screen and it shatters. Yeah. <laughs> how fast do those cracks go? How fast do they go? Yeah. How fast do the cracks form? Estimate oh. high. <laughs> um, like a hundred miles per hour. Estimate higher. 200 miles per hour. Estimate much higher. A thousand miles per hour. Estimate three times as high. 3,000 miles per hour. Yeah. Wow. Which is almost Mach 4. Mach 4, baby. That's why, like, whenever you try to capture glass shattering in slow motion, it looks so awful because it's so freaking fast that our stinky little phone cameras can't slow-mo it. Oof. And lastly, how much does a glass blower make per year? Uh, in the United States? Uh, I think it's in the United States. I would say like 150,000. That's in the range. Uh, it's typically between like 10 and 200,000 a year. And 10 me- and 200. That's a big range. I know. The median is 40,000. Oh. Which I think our artisans need to be paid better. I agree. It's time for a word for our sponsors. Have you already sinned in the year 5782? Do you need to keep track of how bad it is? Did you even refuse to fast? Then you need the pyrometer. The pyrometer. Measure how bad your sins are. Simply whisper into it. Wait as it gathers its information and reach for the tiny little slip of paper that comes out that gives you a score. The Pyrometer. Repent today. Brought to you by the American Citrus Council. Hi, happy 5782. Happy 5782. (laughs) As if the episode couldn't get any cringier. Let's just quickly switch to rapid fire.
This is how this is going to work. I'm going to give Rachel one minute to answer as many questions as possible. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it right. And if you hear this noise, that means she got it wrong. Are you ready? Ready. How many centimeters are in a foot? Uh, <laughs> Off to a great 50, start. 50. What year did the first Toy Story come out? 1995. Name three Spice Girls. Posh Spice, Baby Spice, <laughs> Pumpkin Spice. <laughs> <laughs> Define the word clandestine. Oh, I don't remember. Is it possible to be born with multiple penises? Yeah, double dick dude. Spell your name backwards. L E H C A R. <laughs> <laughs> what year did the Discord app launch? Uh, 2008. Can you measure other animals' IQs? Not reasonably. What does CEO stand for? Chief Executive Officer. What is a praline? It's a... Never mind. <laughs> we'll go to that one next week. <laughs> I know the answer. Well, you can tell me next week. I don't remember all the Spice Girls. To be honest, I was never really into them. I didn't know all the Spice Girls, and I probably still don't know all the Spice Girls, but I have a friend who was born in like 1980-something, and every time I don't remember the Spice Girls, he gets mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I understand how iconic they are. I just, like, it wasn't something I cared about. It wasn't my kind of music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, nothing against them. No, I'm sure. I hope they're all happy. Yeah. I don't like the fact that Scary Spice is the only Black one. Scary Spice is one of them? Yeah. Which I was like, really? <laughs> I didn't know that. Hold on. Oh, Wikipedia. Yeah. I, no, I believe you. Yeah. Oh. Huh. And then... And then the other Spice Girls. Wait, they're British? Are they? I've never heard any of them talk. And Victoria Beckham is one of them? We might have to do a Spice Girls episode. I honestly, like, my mind is a little bit blown right now. <laughs> like, I had no idea. We are really letting everyone know what year we were born in. I mean, they were big in the 90s. Like, there's no reason... Like, there were definitely people we know who were really into them. It just wasn't us. Like, I remember the Spice Girls being relevant. I also remember the Cheetah Girls being relevant. Cheetah Girls are, like, my cousins like, so I know a little bit about the Cheetah Girls, even though I can't name any of them other than, like, Cheetah and also Cheetah. Well, wasn't Raven Simone one of them? I don't know. She could have been. I think so. Early 2000s pop groups. Yeah, Raven Simone. soon. Yeah, Raven Simone was one of the Cheetah Girls. That's the only, she's the only one I knew. Well, I'm happy she made a career for herself. She started on the Cosby Show. Well, I'm happy she got out of that. <laughs> yeah, a gay icon. Are you ready? Ready. No, this isn't rapid fire. <laughs> Are you ready to prove your worth as a gamer and my friend? uh let's let's do this some of these some of these are easy okay some of them even I didn't know and I had to look up yeah I'm sure I'll know some of these yeah some of them like all of these are just ones that I've thought of off the top of my head okay so what does HP stand for health points it can either be health points or hit points yeah 
and it's, you know, it's like, show your health in the game. How many hearts left do you have? Link, next question. Yeah. What does MP stand for? <sighs> I'll give you a hint. It's typically in like a lot of like role playing games. Like yeah. Games. Yeah. Like, I think Final Fantasy. I can't remember because I never played Final Fantasy. Something points. But, but what point? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> M. M. P. Music points. And just like that, <laughs> your gamer card goes into the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay I, I it stands for magic points oh or, yeah yeah or mana points uh yeah okay yeah and yeah those are in like more role-playing games yeah okay so do you know what gg stands for good game how long have people been saying that do you think i would say a while can you give me a specific year 1997 you're so close. It's 1999. Oh, okay. Supposedly, according okay. to the source that I found. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like for a lot of these, like, especially for years and origin stories, it's going to vary. Surprisingly, a lot of it's the late 90s. I'm telling you now. <laughs> that does not surprise me at all. Well, because the late 90s is like the advent of online multiplayer games. Right. And so this is how they talk to each other back in the day, I guess. Back when the internet was like amazing and a baby yeah what does gg no re stand for or what does it mean gg no re like like no like not like there won't be another game yeah yeah (laughs) it means good game no rematch yeah which i apparently is something you say when you've been beaten so badly that you don't want to play anymore (laughs) (laughs) Surprisingly, part of a Business Insider article. <laughs> Along the same vein, what does GG Easy mean? Um, good game. That was an easy win. Yes. <laughs> easy spelled E Z. Yeah. 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 Of course. And you say that to insult someone. Of course. What is G L H F stand for? G L H F. Good luck. Happy family. (laughs) Good luck and I hope your family will. It means good luck, have fun. Oh. And it's something you say at the beginning of a match if you're like a little happy little sugar baby. That's like way too wholesome for the games that I've played like nobody absolutely. ever said that yeah I've nobody never, was saying I've that I've never uttered that in my entire life yeah I'm absolutely there not. to kick heads in and yeah. shoot people with guns yeah keep my head down okay um what does pog mean or poggers <laughs> so that's a newer one yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's basically like like good it's like yay like like great but it stands for something now. Do you know what oh, it stands it does? for? Yeah. Oh. Um, or Pog does, not Pogger. Yeah, yeah. Um, person? Is that right? Mm. No. <laughs> <laughs> Penis? Okay. Is that right? No. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. The G stands for game. 
uh, peg. I don't know. It means play the game. Oh. And you say pog and or poggers, and this is the first time I've ever uttered the word poggers in my entire life. And I guarantee you, I will never say it again after this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes people say pog or poggers to me, and I'm like, "Mm." no one deserves the right to say that in real life. I'm just (laughs) saying it now. It's strictly meant to be typed in the Twitch chat. (laughs) You say it when someone did something really cool or really skillful. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) What is your KD? kill death ratio yeah yeah good job (laughs) and obviously you want your kills to be higher than your deaths because if your deaths are higher than your kills that means you're a little noob unless you're going for an achievement what achievements are there that require you to have a higher death than, than kill well i mean like there i'm sure there's one that exists but there's definitely achievements out there that require you to like die a bunch or like die in very specific ways. Okay, I believe it. What is a C9? Oh. Um, like the letter C and the number nine? Yeah. Yeah, I've definitely seen this. Um, I don't remember though. Okay, it's a very specific scenario. Yeah. So a C9 is when there's a game between two teams and they're playing for a certain objective. And it's when one team completely ignores the objective to do something else, like shooting other people. And that team loses the match because they were distracted. And it's called a C9 because there's an esports team called Cloud9, which (laughs) did it in a tournament match of, I think it was Overwatch, and they lost the entire match because of it. Incredible. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay, here's one. What is teabagging? Like, in a game? Yeah. Uh, is that, like, when you're just, like, crushing someone over and over again in a when game? Crushing someone? No, in a, no, I know what it is in real life, but, like... Okay, what does it mean in real life? Well, that's when you dangle your balls into someone's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. So, so then what do you mean, think it means in the game? Well, I said, like, when you're just, like, crushing people. Essentially, yeah. Okay, there's no in-game way to physically dangle your nuts into someone's mouth. Right, yeah. However, the act of teabagging is when, like, you go over a player and they're either, like, dead or incapacitated. Oh, and and then you you crouch on them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I've definitely done this and had this done to me. Absolutely. I am happy to say that I've never teabagged anyone <laughs> because I just I think it's disrespectful <laughs> I mean that's the whole point I know but I don't like being mean to people <laughs> I will like shoot the ground where someone died I think that's like my version of it <laughs> wow <laughs> marking your territory yeah basically if I could pee in game I would <laughs> okay what is a speed run a speed run is when you try to complete a match or a level as quickly as possible. That is exactly right. Can you guess like when speed runs started to become a thing? Well, I I mean, 
I would say they're probably as old as side scroll platformers. They like the advent of them really didn't start until like the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. When it's like people were able to like start recording the fact that, hey, I did beat Super Mario World in 17 minutes and I have proof. Yeah, right. Like that is the one game that I am confident that like if you gave me a little time to practice, I could like totally crush some records. Absolutely. Like that is the one game that I know I can. We have to do our Cake Mania speed run. <laughs> I know, I know. We need to get it to work. Well, I start, this is so stupid, but because like Cake Mania, which is a very stupid game, not stupid, but it's like a very- I love Cake Mania. I also love Cake Mania, but it's like a very unknown time management game from like the early to mid 2000s. Love a time management game. But here's the thing. All of the levels are like the same amount of time. And so- what I started noticing is it comes down to how many how many customers are in the shop like yeah. once, the, once the shop closes yeah so like ideally you have to have all the customers out of the shop right and the uh, I think like last week I went into like the cake mania that we wanted to speed run which is like the newest one mm-hmm. and I started like writing down how many customers you needed to serve and like still pass <laughs> yeah without with, and like so you can have everyone out of the shop by the time it closes. Oh, I love it. So, <laughs> um, okay. Our last, I guess, term mm-hmm. is what does sus mean? That's like a newer one. Like people have been saying sus for a very long time, meaning suspect. Okay. And most recently it got popular again because of Among Us. Yes. Yeah, I think though it actually means suspicious in Among Us terms. Fine, I mean same same meaning. Same same like yeah, yeah same diff. Doesn't matter. It's when like you think someone is the imposter, so you hit them with the sus card. Yeah, and everyone votes out red, and everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> I only briefly played Among Us. I just couldn't get into it. I played it for a while. I think I played it for like two weeks. And it's like, it's fun. I just don't like the idea of playing a game where the goal is to be deceitful. I I think that brings out the worst in people in some regards. I have breaking news. Mm -hmm. Guess who is going to play Johnny Bravo in the live action movie? And you're not going to like it. Chris Pratt? No. Arnold Schwarzenegger. I wish. <laughs> Is it that guy that we did Six Unseemly with? No. The guy that was on my episode? No, 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 no. <laughs> okay. Who? The Rock. Why? I don't know. I, I mean, this movie had so much potential and they're destroying it with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. First of all, I didn't even know that there was going to be a Johnny Bravo live action movie. Second of all, I mean, Dwayne The Rock Johnson is just so cringe. I've never liked him. Really? Yeah. I don't don't mind him. I've always had a thing against him. It's just like you and Bruno Mars. It's Well, it's very similar. Okay. Like you have no reason to really like him. You just don't like him. I find find The Rock kind of cringe. I mean, he's nice though. I think he's nice. He might be nice. He's nice. 
he very well may be very nice. I'm oh. very disappointed. Okay. I mean, I don't hold anything against The Rock. However, I just don't think there should be a live action Johnny Bravo movie. There's a lot of concept art and it has me screaming. I really like of all of the shows you want, of all the shows you want to reboot into a live action movie, you're going to bring the one back about the misogynistic mama's boy. Listen. <laughs> Listen, I love Johnny Bravo. Yeah, I love Johnny Bravo. I don't think it needs to come back in any way, shape, or form. I'm excited for a live-action Johnny Bravo. I'm not going to lie. But it has The Rock in it. I know. And I'm going to go see it anyway. Okay. Um, Okay, we have three more questions. Okay. They're not terms. Rather, they're like game systems. Okay. So, the Nintendo 64. Yeah. What is the 64 all about? 64-bit. Yeah. And this was so important because a lot of the game systems before the N64 only ran like 16 or like 32-bit. Yeah. Which means like you can't have as big of games and like you can't really have like save, save slots in games. Yeah. And so Nintendo calling it the Nintendo 64 is just them slapping like their big gamer on the table and just being like, look at all these bits exactly these could be yours for two hundred dollars okay next one Mm -hmm. uh game boy sp what does it stand for yeah oh uh single player okay i like the idea yeah it's i think the answer is actually really stupid yeah it means special uh and the reason why they called it special, and this is according to the Nintendo website, is because the Game Boy SP has a backlight, yeah. while the Game Boy Advance does not. It was, I mean, it was groundbreaking. Yeah, it was wonderful. The Game Boy SP was my first, like, this is for you system. Oh, have, no, not me. I didn't have to share it with my brothers. Oh, we had to share. It was his, but we shared. Oh, the idea of, like, sharing a portable system... That hurts me. Oh yeah, we shared it. That oh, was the only didn't have to. Yeah, yeah. I got a hand-me-down Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not his Game Boy Advance, but a hand-me-down Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And then he also had his advance and then he got the SP. And then we shared it. And then a few years later, I got the DS. He said, I'm never gonna get one of those. And then he did a couple years later. <laughs> I'm never gonna get one of the most revolutionary portable game systems ever created. <laughs> the same thing happened with the um, 3DS. He skipped oh the DSi. God. Yeah, <laughs> DSi was cool though. I like the DSi. I like that. Yeah, I had the DSi XL. DSi it, was my favorite system. Yeah, I like the DSi because I had it before I ever had my own laptop or an iPod Touch. So I was able to like stay up late at night looking like on the web browser. I liked it because of Flipnote Hatena. Oh, that too. Uh, it was my favorite program. I can't believe it got shut down. Oh my God, I know. And it hurts me physically to this day. Yeah. Anyway, I can't get my DSi to like turn on anymore. Something's wrong with it. That is upsetting. All like my Flipnotes are still on there. Oh. <laughs> it's basically a time capsule to anyone that can fix my DSi. Yeah. And speaking of the DS... What does it stand for? Um, it's probably the easiest one on the list. Game Boy. Damn. 
The DS. Yeah, the DS. Digital. No. <laughs> Is that wrong? I won't tell you. <laughs> so last question. No more hints. Digital spy. It stands for, are you ready for this? Yeah. Dual screens. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, easiest one on the list. And the reason it's called the dual screen is self-explanatory. Yep. And that's all I've got. Well, that about does it for this episode of Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can find us on social media on Twitter at Research Rebut and on Facebook and Instagram at Research Rebuttal Podcast. You can email us topic suggestions at researchrebuttalpodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what's your favorite gamer lingo and what type of glass do you use? What's your favorite gamer lingo? <laughs> yeah, what's your most used gamer lingo? I immensely regret calling it like gamer lingo, but I couldn't think of anything else to call it. Yeah, yeah. And what's your favorite game system if you're a person that's into that? Yeah, tell us. And uh, you can email the American Citrus Council at americancitruscouncil at gmail.com and let them know that um, they suck. Well, bye. Bye. For round two, beep beep. Uh, yeah. What are the topics? Uh, glass and gamer lingo. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to embarrass myself. Yes. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.